This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services. We welcome everyone in to today's show. Wow, are we moving through the month of June. The 4th of July is already on the horizon. I can't believe how quick uh, things are moving along. We're back for another week and we've got a great uh, topic and a great conversation plan, David. Yeah. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, everybody listening. Yeah. It's uh, the year's flying by. It's, you know, it's interesting, right? I mean, you look back and it's been more than a year that we've been hearing the word COVID and pandemic. And it is a great thing to see that people are starting to, you know, I'd say that hard hard shell is kind of coming off and people are softening up again and, you know, getting out and meeting and, uh, you know, seeing people without masks, vaccines. And so it's really a good thing. I think spirits are definitely up. Uh, the weather's been a little crazy this week, but uh, I think we're, you know, we're in store for a good weekend, it looks like. I mean, we had such a great Memorial Day weekend, weather-wise, you know. Are you so being sarcastic? It can, yes, it can Very only get better this weekend. It's actually Memorial Day, but the weekend was rough. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, it was interesting. We got a lot of feedback from last week's show where I started talking about taking those Disney vacations and the old way before there was GPS. We used that trip ticket type thing and all of that. So interesting responses, you know, emails coming in and not necessarily asking questions, but hey, I remember that and, you know, all that good stuff. So we thought we would kind of continue uh, down that path a little bit, right? I mean, if you're planning on taking a vacation, it's probably something, you know, that you've looked forward to for a while now. And, you know, maybe you haven't traveled much since before the pandemic started. And, you know, you want to do that travel this summer, or maybe you recently retired and you just want to relax and enjoy your free time. Here's the deal though, right? You choose to spend your time in retirement The great thing is that this vacation, this thing called retirement, could last up to 30 years, right? You know, I've, um, you know, in our organization, you know, Karen and I have talked and I'm going to be 58 in July and, you know, I've been doing this now for over 30 years and, you know, those thoughts do pop in. I mean, we get to do this. We love what we do and all of that, but there does come a point where you start considering throttling back a little bit. And, you know, the more I think about it, I wonder what would happen two or three or four years into, would I get bored? You know, do I have a plan? Am I going to be able to stay entertained enough? And or do, am I going to hop back in to start working again, which we've seen with a lot of our clients, right? It's people forget what they're retiring to, right? So the one thing we want to make sure that if you are planning on retiring, that you have a game plan for that, right? It's not just about that destination, it's what that destination looks like for the long term. 
Number one, we want to make sure your money lasts as long as you do. We want to make sure that if you happen to be a married couple, that there's um, kind of the extension, you know, it lasts for your spouse as well. We want to think about potential health care costs. We're going to cover all this today. So if you've got questions about that retirement destination and how to, to help overcome the challenges that could be ahead of you, I would say to this morning that you are definitely in the right place. Here's what we're going to cover on the show. We're going to talk about how to address longevity risk. Big deal. Really big deal. We're going to address what to think about when claiming your Social Security benefits why you need to have a tax minimization strategy during your retirement stage, and how to factor in potentially long-term care costs into that overall retirement plan. So again, if you've got any questions, as always, give us a call at 215-798-9088, and we'll be happy to discuss any of those topics or any other related retirement topics. So uh, according to a recent study, 49% of Americans cite running out of money as their chief retirement concern. And I can tell you from experience, when we meet people for the first time, that is definitely, uh, I would say close to 50%, maybe more come in and say, is our is our retirement going to last? Is our money going to last in retirement? That's their major concern. So uh, here at Thrive, we do look at protecting your nest egg and being able to enjoy retirement. So one way that something that we use for our plans is um, an annuity. Now, an annuity is a financial product that takes basically a a lump lump sum of money up front, and then it can, can pay out a stream of income or it can protect your nest egg. Now, we don't love annuities here, But we are fiduciaries, which is very important. So when we use an annuity, we use an annuity for your specific reasons, your specific concerns. So why does this matter? Why do annuities matter? Again, an annuity can help protect against outliving your money. It can offer a guaranteed stream of income regardless of market performance. And there is kind of a trend towards guaranteed income in retirement because there's actually a new bill called the Securing a Strong Retirement Act. And it encourages people to save for retirement. And why does this matter? So this bill would make it easier for employer plans to offer what's called qualified longevity annuity contracts. And it would increase the amount of retirement savings currently allowed. So if you are offered what's called a qualified longevity annuity contract, it's kind of the government's way of saying, hey, look, you guys really need to start saving for retirement. Yeah. And when you talk about the L, longevity, I think about what David just said about the 30-year summer vacation at the end of the day. Again, remember, you have a couple age 65 years old, a 50% chance at least one of you makes it to the age of 92, and a 25% chance at least one of you makes it to the age of 96. We need to be thinking about longevity. It's the number one risk that actually makes every other risk in retirement that much more under the microscope because we have to deal with it that much longer. And Karen just mentioned the word annuity, and we could probably spend a whole show dedicated to just talking about annuities, but specifically in talking about the longevity side of it and that QLAC, how QLAC works, and it's becoming more and more popular, is you have the ability to take 
up to $135,000 per person or up to 25% of your IRA balances. So if you're a regular listener to the show, you know at the age of 72, you have to start taking RMDs. However, you could segment $135,000 into what they call is a QLAC. A QLAC is, again, you can take that piece of uh, up to $135,000 and you turn it into a guaranteed income stream that must start somewhere in between the age of 75 and 85 years old. Again, you're trying to forecast out into the future. Again, with things like inflation coming up, how do I make sure my spouse is, is surviving, as David was sharing, making sure that quality of life continues. Again, just one option when we start talking about longevity planning. It also reminds me, we just recently had a couple in here at the office, a 61-year-old couple, where they're looking to retire. Again, it was great because we saw them not a month before they were retiring. They, had, uh, they were a regular listener of the show, and they said, hey, you know what? We're looking to retire somewhere five to seven years out, and we just want to kind of take everything that we have and put it under the microscope. And they had about a million and a half dollars in their IRA 401ks, again, with this recent market uh, run-up. Um, and they had about another $100,000 in checking and savings. And they've done a great job where now they're out of debt. But what was their concern coming in, in, coming in here? Longevity. Mom and dad are in their 90s. We have those genes. We're afraid what happens. Again, Karen said it, 49% of people are worried about running out of money in retirement. So what we shared with them was as after uh, looking at their plan that after they both started collecting Social Security, they were still going to need about $4,000 a month of income. And they said, you know what? We don't want to worry about the ups and downs. I remember mom and dad, they had a pension they could rely on. But if you're a regular listener of the show, you might be asking, what's a pension? Because more and more people don't have a pension anymore, but they love how a pension works. So what we had done is of that $1.5 million dollars, we segmented, again, a particular amount because of what their concerns were. We took $470,000 of that million and a half dollars. And what we did with that is we gave them a guarantee. That's a big word in our industry. A guarantee that down the road, again, they're going to retire and call it about six years. But in year 10, so 10 years from now, they were going to be able to pull out $51,000 a year guaranteed until the day the second person passed away, either of the spouses. And here's what was great on top of that, is that if either one of them needed to go into a healthcare facility or need at-home healthcare, is that if they qualified, meaning they couldn't perform what we call our two of the six activities of daily living, which I'll talk about later in the show, that $51,000 payment would double for five years, just a way to pick up additional benefits. And again, we just talked about annuities a little bit, just scratching the surface. There's so many different types out there. But when we talk about longevity risk, one of the best ways to prevent longevity risk is by having some guaranteed cash flows at the end of the day. So if we think about everything we're facing as a society, you got market volatility, you got people living longer and longer and longer. We know we got low tax or pardon me, low interest rates. I've, I've heard about that from people talking about CDs. And then obviously we got the looming tax bills increasing in the future. But if anything we just chatted about, or you're concerned about the longevity risk and how do we combat it? 
you need to pick up the phone and call us right now at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088, where we can take you through an annuity strategy review. We can talk about that longevity concern that you may have out there and what are the best ways to fight that given your particular situation. Man, it's really, really interesting. Every week we get to another point in the road where you need to extend the road. You need to be aware of something else um, that is out there that could affect us in retirement. Good stuff. Good way to open up the show on Roadmap to Retirement. After the break, I'll talk about next Thursday's upcoming workshop. Back in a moment. And as we return to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, one workshop, a working lunch, is being held on Thursday, June 10th, starting at 11 a.m. It's at Normandy Farms in Bluebell. Uh, The start time again, 11 a.m. sharp, tax efficiency in retirement and you must register to win. You cannot walk up in uh, to the event, so you must be registered, David. And all of the uh, luncheons that have been held around the Delaware Valley so far, um, from what I gather, have been incredibly successful, just from different people talking about them. They've been absolutely great, and I think I've gained 13 pounds so far, <laughs> you know, because afterwards... You know, I didn't mean sit- it that yeah, way. Yeah, but- I'm not sure, Joe. <laughs> yeah, know, sure, Joe. Anyway... Um, You know, as we started the show, I said one of the topics that we were going to cover today is what to think about when claiming Social Security benefits. And, you know, Social Security is a source of reliable lifetime income in retirement. And it's really important to have a plan to maximize that benefit. When we do these workshops, Joe, we actually say you got to look at Social Security like it's an actual asset. Most people don't view it that way, right? They just kind of look at it, you know, at some point in the future, there's going to be a check that gets paid to me. Well, did you know that if you wait to claim past your full retirement age, your benefit will increase 8% guaranteed per year uh, up to a deferral of age 70, which then it doesn't compound anymore. Big question you should ask yourself is, number one, can I afford to do that? Number two, where am I going to get an 8% guarantee on an asset that's going to compound on an annual basis? I mean, that's a big darn deal. So it shouldn't just be a very um, lackluster decision. You really should have a plan. Another thing is, you know, did you know if you're listening that according to a recent study, and this is, this is alarming, only 4% of retirees claim Social Security at the optimal time. Do you know what your optimal time is for your unique situation? That is amazing. So it could mean an additional $100,000 of benefits paid to the average family. If you're going to make a mistake... Would you consider that a big mistake, missing out on a hundred grand? That's a big. That's mistake. a big mistake. Yeah, and then you heard what David said. Only four percent of people make that optimal choice. What's the most uh, optimal, or what's the most popular age that people start collecting? Age sixty-two. Why it's the earliest possible date? 
They don't do what David just said. They need to figure out what is the strategy. 567 different combinations as to what makes the best scenario for a couple when we talk about Social Security. Here's the reasons why we got to think about it. You can start Social Security, I just said, at the earliest possible age at age 62, or you can defer it all the way out to age 70. If you start your benefits before your full retirement age, which can be somewhere between the age of 65 or 67, depending upon the year that you were born, is you now have locked in a permanently reduced benefit. That's a big deal, okay? It's as much as 30% less than what it would have been at your full retirement age. And then on the other side of it, for every year, it's what we ask at the workshop every, every time, as David said it as well, every year you delay your Social Security benefit past your full retirement age, where else are you going to get that guaranteed 8% of growth each and every year? Again, all the reasons why we need to think about treating Social Security as an asset and not just simply winging it as a commodity. Yeah, I mean, an obvious question, why, why do so many people make that mistake? And I... I don't know why so many people start at 62 because they think they're supposed to. Is that what it Fear, is? Fear, their neighbor, misinformation. Yeah. It, you got to treat it like a, yeah. a, an asset. I think misinformation is definitely one of the, the biggest reasons. Uh, so when we think about Social Security, and just a fun fact, securities are annuities. People say, I, I don't like annuities. Secu- Social Security income, that's really, and that's a form of an annuity. Just throwing that one out there. So what, what do we look at when we think about Social Security and planning for it, right? We look at collect an hour later. Do you start early? Do you start later? Uh, full retirement age. Do, if you don't know what that even means, Give us a call. We'll do a Social Security maximization report for you. Um, everybody has their full retirement age. It's all based on when you're born. And like Brett said, it's usually 65 or 66. Uh, as uh, For me, it's going to be, uh, I think, 67 at this point. It's you know all based on your age. But we look at collect now or collect later. This is one of the most important decisions that you will ever make when it comes to Social Security. What is the best year for you to start collecting? Spousal benefit planning. If you are a couple, what option does my spouse have? And am I choosing the one that will provide the most income? I don't know. Are you? Guess what? Our report can show you that. Also, do you know if your spouse has never worked a day in their life? If they're married to you, they can still collect Social Security. They get what's called a spousal benefit, which is 50% of your full retirement age benefit, not your age 69, not your age 70 benefit, your full retirement benefit. Uh, We look at survivor benefits. If I pass away, how much income will my spouse receive? And how can I fill that income gap? Because when one spouse passes away, yes, the higher of the two social security checks does stay with you. However, you're missing one, you're losing one. So how can you accommodate for that? And uh, also, uh, if you happen to work for the government, if you don't know what a windfall elimination, uh, well, we, I'm thinking of the acronym in my head, WEP, but as a windfall elimination provision, if you don't know what that is and you happen to be a government worker or work for the railroad, you definitely need to get what's called, get our social security maximization report. But basically what that, what that does is if you worked for the government, you're getting collecting your pension from the government because you were the government worker, your spouse passes away, you're not getting all or any of that social security check that your spouse 
was collecting at that point. So it, are you uh, going to be affected by that? Something to know. Uh, also, impact of working in retirement. If you co- start collecting Social Security before your full retirement age or at your full retirement age, you're going to have to pay taxes. And how is that going to affect you overall tax-wise? People don't think about that. Um, and then, again, filling that income gap. Very important. Social Security taxation. Um, there's something called a restricted application. It's still a possibility for some people. You have to be born before January 2nd, 1954. So if restricted application, uh, windfall elimination pro- um provision. Um, also, there's widow benefits, If widow, widower benefits. If you are thinking, I don't know what these are, give us a call. Check out our website, our phone number, 215-798-9088. Uh, you worked hard. You worked hard. You put your money into the social security system. You want to get the most out of it. So 215-798-9088. Joe, just real quick too, you know, as I'm thinking and listening to Karen talking, there's a lot of common questions that I hear. And I, and I would say, if you're in the listening audience right now, this is a reason to give us a call, right? Like we're, I want to start simplifying for folks what the benefits would be of why to give a phone call. I'm working part-time in retirement. Should I claim my benefit? I hear that question all the time. I'm not sure if I should take a spousal benefit or my own benefit. How do I make that decision? What are some of the other sources of reliable income out there that could help me with supplementing Social Security? And the other thing I hear a lot, too, is Social Security benefits have a really low cost of living adjustment. How can I protect the rest of my savings against inflation, which is starting to raise its head? If those are things that are kind of rolling around in your head, that's a reason to give us the call at 215-798-9088, and we can talk about Social Security. Yeah, retirement has been redefined. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I did also want to point out the upcoming webinar schedule for Thrive Financial Services. I think this is great. Very educational. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday evenings. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. You need to sign up for the webinar. That's all you need to do. Uh, Settle in uh, and get educated. A very powerful way for you to learn more about what we're talking about, not only today, uh, but on all the topics that are covered. Yeah, we provide that education wherever you it are It is at. 360 degrees, That's it. 360 days. You got it, sir. So again, today's show, talking about planning for that endless summer. Again, we've talked about longevity risk. We've talked about Social Security, and we're going to get into our favorite topic, which is you got to plan for taxes. So President Biden seems like he says something or brings something out related to taxes, whether it's a, a change in the elimination of cost basis, whether it's the capital gains rates uh, changes. I mean, some of the looks on our clients' faces this week was like, are you kidding me? Where we're saying, here's the before picture, here's the after picture. And here's a lot of, of our concerns is a lot of people feel, ah, I don't have to worry about taxes now that I'm retired. Wrong. Again, 
taxes don't stop when you stop receiving that paycheck. And you need to understand, if you have multiple sources of retirement of income, we meet people that have stock options, deferred comp, inherited IRAs. You need to understand your tax burden could be substantial because each and every one of these uh, incomes are taxed differently. And it's the importance of why we need to develop an income plan that really looks at the taxes and how it's going to affect you. So again, we're not making emotional decisions. Inevitably, we got to be talking about rational decisions are the best ways to tackle taxes. So here's some basic facts, right? So um, about your income retirement, here's how they are taxed. Investments held for a year or less are taxed at ordinary income rates. Your investments that you hold for over a year are taxed at either 0%, 15%, or 20%, depending on your income level. And if your combined income as an individual is over 34000 or over 44000 as a married couple filing jointly, up to 85% of your social, social Security income, that's your total income from Social Security, can be taxed. Distributions from tax-deferred retirement accounts are taxed at ordinary income rates. The 401k that you put all that money into, that ticking ta- time, uh, tax time bomb is going to explode. Uh, and annuity payments, they can be either taxed or tax-free. It depends on the policy. Um, so again, what does this mean for you? Do you have a tax minimization plan? Because remember, age 72, those required minimum distributions are going to start whether you like it or not, and you have to pay them. Yeah. So the other thing too, um, it, you know, there's just a ton of information that's out there, right? So the headlines are always, you know, whether you make more than $400,000 a year, you got a certain amount of money. Um, you know, one of the things that's like out there right now, this is pretty mind boggling. Don't know if it's going to go through, but it's being proposed that the capital gains tax rate for those folks that are fortunate and they're earning over a million dollars a year could go from 28.8% to 43.4%. That's a big deal. (laughs) Now you may say I don't make a million dollars a year. I get it. But what you have to understand is, you know, there's always this controversy about trickle-down economics. Um, Well, there's also trickle-down tax strategy, right, from the government standpoint. You may get people focusing on that number of 400,000 or a million, whatever it is. So it's kind of taking your eye off the ball that the tax brackets, the marginal rates, the effective rates are also being compressed, meaning it could be easier on the same income that you're earning to end up in a higher tax bracket if a lot of these proposals go through. So, you know, like I ask the question all the time, why do you think retirees need to worry about their tax burden more than they might have assumed? We get that all, like, I ask the question when I start a lot of my seminars is, how many of you think taxes are going to go up? And the vast majority, I'd say 99% of the people raise their hand. Then I ask the question, um, how many of you think taxes during your retirement years is going to be very different than it was while you're working? And there's where like 50% of the hands go up. They go, yeah, I think it's going to be different. 50% go, I really don't know. That's scary, right? Because if we're going down planning, you know, I, I make money. Uh, I have my budget. You know, most people don't live off a of budget, but they know what their expenses are. There's some money left over. I got to pay some taxes, you know, so on and so forth. If you don't know how taxes are going to work in the future, 
that becomes a really big deal. So the things that you have to think about are tax diversification, right? Having a tax diversification strategy. When we talk about diversification, typically when you hear a financial advisor, a financial planner, what do most people think diversification is? Their investments. They're going to diversify their investments. Yeah. Move your money, you know, different stocks, different mutual funds, different exchange traded funds, REITs, whatever it may be. And that's where the word diversification really kind of stops at that particular point. We do that as well. When we're doing investment risk management, we want to look at proper diversification. But when we're talking about tax diversification. Riskalyze. Risk- <laughs> He's been um, listening. Yes. Yeah. So one of our other softwares beyond Riskalyze is one called Tax Clarity, right? Tax Clarity really helps us understand how to diversify your buckets of money and go through a tax conversion process. So where most people hold their money today is where? IRAs, 401ks, the tax bomb. The, I mean, the vast majority of people we sit down with when they come in have probably 90% of their retirement investments sitting in a company-sponsored 401k or 403b or IRA accounts, right? And the theory was always... Defer, defer, defer. We're going to just keep deferring that money, right? Eventually, you know, like the story that got told that I think most people bought into... The fairy tale. Is, what's that? <laughs> the fairy tale. Yeah, is that they'll um, we'll make a, a deposit into, you know, uh, our retirement accounts. We'll get a small deduct, you know, tax deduction on our income. That'll help. And then that money will sit in there for 20, 30, maybe 40 years, and when we're ready to withdraw that money, we'll probably be in a lower tax bracket. So how real of, of I mean, as like Karen said, that's the fantasy, right? That was the idea. I very, very, very rarely come across an audience member who says, no, no, I think I'll be in a lower tax bracket. Well, what I would tell our listening audience is chances are you're not going to be in a lower tax bracket without advanced tax planning. Mm-hmm. You definitely can get into a lower tax bracket, but it's not going to happen by accident, Mm-mm. right? You need a tax diversification strategy. So where most people have their money today is they've got money sitting in tax deferred accounts. Some people have a small amount of money sitting in Roth type accounts, Some people have money sitting in tax-free municipal bonds. Some people have money sitting in traditional savings or brokerage accounts. There's also another asset class out there that most good middle Americans have never even been taught about that really give, I mean, extraordinary tax advantages. So the idea, Joe, is to help people figure out how to move money out of those tax-deferred and taxable accounts into tax-advantaged and tax-free accounts, right? So if you could, you know, if you could imagine in your mind for a second, there's four buckets, right? And you've got two buckets on the left side, and they're filled, and we want to start tipping them over. They're filled with water, and they start moving the water from one bucket to another, and we want to go from the first two buckets ultimately over to the two buckets on the right-hand side. That's the idea behind a tax minute, minute, 
mitigation strategy. Now, here's the other thing, right? Well, I'm going to have to pay taxes. Yes. But you're going to have to pay them now or you're going to have to pay them later. If you pay them now, where we know what? What they are. We know what they are. That's exactly it. We also know that they're the lowest they've been in 40 years. Mm -hmm. We're never going to see this again. So if we know that's the case, think about this, right? Uh, Whatever, you go to the grocery store, one of your favorite food items, they put a sign on it and saying, buy now, next week, twice as much. Oh, that was good. What would you do? (laughs) What would you do? Buy fifty. Buy now. You buy buy as much as you could, right? Limit two per customer. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't limiting, right? This is Roth convert. No, like that's what you got to be thinking about. Mm -hmm. If I know the taxes are going to go up in the future, I got to figure out how to take care of them today. Mm -hmm. So if I start taking them, if I start taking money out of my IRA accounts, and I'm going to probably have to pay taxes. Yes, they will be lower. But here's another part: What if? What if there was a way? that you could utilize certain investment classes, maybe some alternative strategies that you have not been privy to previously, that when that tax bill gets created, it could either be greatly reduced or even possibly eliminated. What if that were true, right? If I had a million dollars sitting in an IRA account and I wanted to get all million dollars out over a four-year span of time, and each time I took a big slug of that money out, I ended up with a tax bill. But based upon where you put that money that you took out, where that investment is, if that was done correctly, and the tax bill that was due got reduced or eliminated, would you want to know more about that? A hundred percent. See, that's what I really want to bring down the barrier about people's hesitations to get educated. We help you get educated on making what I just shared from a rea- from a fantasy into an actual reality. By the way, the other part of that equation is that money then grows <sighs> tax free. Got free. it. You got it, Joe. Tax free. Joe's been you listening. It. You got it. Right. Taking so notes. if that intrigues you. It starts with a phone call. It's really that simple. 215-798-9088 or go to our website, start watching these webinars, get some basic education, and then give us a call and we can chat. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. 215-798-9088 is the telephone number. Friends, Get connected with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, or Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services. Uh, you will be, I can guarantee it, you will be educated uh, after that conversation. Karen, all yours to kick us off. Thanks, Joe. And I, I encourage people to take a look at our website. Uh, you can register for those webinars. Like, again, you can sit at your home and do it at your own convenience, or you can check out when our upcoming workshops are. You know, we have them scheduled at least a few months out. So you can see maybe you're not living near Bluebell, but maybe in New Jersey. When are we going to come to New Jersey? So uh, check out our website. It's thrivefinancialservices.com. Um, and then, uh, so the last segment we're going to talk about is do you have a plan for covering your long-term care costs? 
Did you know that an estimated 70% of Americans age 65 and older may need long-term care at some points in their lives? And it's definitely worth considering now how you'll plan for your future health care needs and expenses. Uh, we've seen it in our own experience. Uh, we have couples that one person does have to go into a long-term care facility, or you just might need long-term care just for a year or two. Uh, and those prices can get up really high, and you don't want it to eat away or your nest egg. We've seen that, David. We've seen uh, $6,500 a month for a, a, a specialist for Alzheimer's. So Yeah. So in this segment, we're going to discuss um, how these potentially large costs in retirement can be disruptive. And it's, it's unfortunate, you know, people's perception about long-term care insurance, um, the perception is somewhat reality, right? The perception is expensive, um, it's difficult to qualify for, um, you know, if I've got medical issues, I might not be able to get, I mean, those are, those are things that are real and, and then kind of people just tuck it away. They just kind of go, you know what? I'm not really going to think about it. And that's that ostrich theory, you know, the ostrich, when it gets scared, it sticks its head in the sand. And, uh, hopefully when it pulls its head back out of the sand, the problem went away. But when it comes to long-term care, when it comes to health care, when it comes to medical issues, those things don't tend to go away on their own. Yeah, and if we're living longer, those, oper- those the more potential, yeah. yeah, the more likely for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, we sat down with somebody yesterday, and we always ask that question. I don't think it gets asked enough about the longevity gene, right? We, yeah, hey, tell me about mom and dad. Are they still, you know, most of our clients we sit with are in their, you know, in their 60s, early 70s most of the time. Um you know, so we asked the question, mom and dad's still around. Oh, yeah, you know, dad passed, you know, he was 80. Mom's still kicking it, 96 years old. That was what the people said yesterday on both sides. So, you know, that really dramatically, you know, increases the risk as, as you age, you know, um, that health care can become an issue. Um, the one thing we make sure people know is long-term care is not technically Medicare. It's assistance with everyday tasks like dressing, feeding, moving around. And like Karen said, it could be very expensive and is usually those things, those activities of daily living, not covered by Medicare. These are the things that uh, people really need some assistance with. So what I want to encourage people to understand is don't expect Medicare to cover long-term care costs. Medicare can cover short-term stays in skilled nursing facilities, but it does not cover the cost of help with daily living activities for extended period of time. That you got to remember, right? People go, oh, Medicare will take care of it. If qualifications are met, Medicare will pay the full cost for the first 20 days and a portion of the cost for the following 80 days, but coverage runs out after 100 days. And even if you purchase a Medicare supplement insurance policy, they generally do not cover long-term care costs either. So right there dispels some of the, I would say, the beliefs that people have that Medicare will cover everything that I needed to do. Uh, Again, long-term care and Medicare, two different things. Now, the downsides of traditional long-term care insurance policies are the things we just mentioned. Your age matters, right? Like a 65-year-old couple can purchase a policy on average for $4,800 a year, but that same policy could cost $8,700 per year if the couple waits until they're age 75. That's according to the American Association of Long-Term Care Insurance. And then the other thing is your premiums could increase, and we see this all the time. Um, depending on the policy, your premium could increase year after year from the time that you buy the policy. We've seen increases, Joe, no exaggeration, of 40, 50, and 60% year over year. 
It's really challenging, right? And if you don't end up needing long-term care, you could end up getting none of your money back. If you die in your sleep, right? All the money that's been spent for that long-term care goes out the window. It's probably the two reasons what David just said that we hear people like, forget that long-term care. What if I die in my sleep? And those premiums go up and up and up. I can't afford that in retirement. I'm not going to be able to do anything at the end of the day. And I get it. However, Karen started the segment saying that 70% of Americans age 65 will need long-term care coverage at some point in time. And again, we said the average cost in this country is $4,000 a month. We live in a pretty demographically rich area, and the costs are even more and more and more. So there's options out there of how we can pay for that tradition or pay for long-term care. David spoke about the, the flaws with traditional long-term care insurance, but there's these things called asset-based long-term care insurance that allow you to use part of your life insurance death benefit for nursing care costs. Um, we started the segment. Uh, uh, today's show talking about annuities. Annuities are a way that uh, how you can uh, also cover some long-term care uh, uh, issues that are out there. there. There's even specific annuities that were really just maximize long-term care coverage. Uh, we, last week had had somebody in and long-term care was a big issue. And it was like, if it happens, it happens. But there was some money sitting on the sideline, not doing much. And we talked about long-term care, and she said, what happens if I die in my sleep? Uh, like, and I don't want to commit that money there. something I'm not sure that's ever going to happen at the end of the day. And what we shared with her was a solution. 63 years old, she took $100,000 and put it into the, one of those life insurance policies. Let me explain to how it worked. Anytime after five years she wanted to get the money back, she could. Put in $100,000. After five years, you get back $100,000. Guaranteed. You can't lose it. That's number one. Number two. If she died in her sleep, which a lot of people have that concern, it turned into a $135,000 death benefit, life insurance policy. And I asked, if you had that money sitting in your checking savings account, would that have been $135,000 tax-free? She said, no, I'm getting 0.1% on that money. But here was the real reason that we made the recommendation was if, and David talked about all the different ways of how you qualify for long-term care or needing assistance, if she needed that assistance, that $100,000 policy turned into a $405,000 long-term care policy or $5,600 a month. Why a solution like that makes all the sense in the world? There's an end game. You will either pull your money back out, you will either pass away in your sleep and somebody gets a tax-free benefit, or if you end up needing those benefits, you now have that long-term care policy. And you hear the questions all the time. Well, what if I already have long-term care insurance? Like, do I just cancel it and look at, no, no, no. Or you might be thinking, well, I don't have it. And in my 60s, is it going to be too expensive? Or Again, these are the things like, yeah, you know what? If 70% of the time it's going to pop up, we need to address it. We can't ignore it because, I mean, we just shared a couple of the ways of how we can fight when that long-term care issue pops up. There's other alternative ways as well. Just simply start with a conversation. You want to reach out to us and say, I do have that healthcare concern. How do I combat it? Is it that solution or what are some of the other ways that are out there of how we can fight it? Call us today at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. Again, 70% of Americans over 65 years old are going to need some kind of long-term care coverage. And before we say goodbye, I have time to talk about two upcoming workshops. One is a luncheon 
on Thursday, June 10th at Normandy Farms in Bluebell. Tax efficiency in retirement. Start time is 11 a.m. sharp. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. The other uh, opportunity is on Tuesday, June 22nd, Thursday, June 24th. Uh, new location, Dueling Kurt's House and Country Inn in Exton, Pennsylvania. Starts promptly at 6 p.m. Dinner will be served. Again, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brad Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brandy Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.